0: Welcome back to On the Spot. We are back again this week. Guess who's back? Back, back up, again. Ben. Benny's back. Ben. Tell a friend. Ben and M. Ben. Can we go any lower than what I just started us with right there? No, We're I don't really. think so. Anyhow, I'm here with uh, Devin, with Thomas. Yeah. Uh, how are you this morning, gentlemen?
1: Well, hanging in there, you know.
0: Other than already having to um, deal with my humor
2: or
1: pathetic that's attempts that's the highlight of the so far
2: there you go good job tom i are just gonna say we're blessed by the best <laughs> yes there you go oh there you go blessed by the <laughs> let
0: go and let god brother <laughs> let go and let god <laughs> all right so let's uh let's put this thing back somewhat uh in the direction that we're supposed to be pointed here i've got our word for us today you all ready for it mm-hmm. ready
2: supplication going deep he's pulling stuff out
0: okay so i mean the the biblical word Uh churchy word not one of those words that even in a church that you're going to walk around here very often like how are you brother supplicating (laughs) 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 all right Uh, so here's kind of why i want to do i was reading i've been reading this week out of the book of philippians Mm -hmm. and philippians 4 6 Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So here we have these elements that if you're part of a church, if you've been a believer and a follower of Jesus Christ for some time, you're going to be uh, familiar with most of these things. I mean, even if you're not a follower of Jesus Christ, you're going to be familiar with worry and anxiety, Right, I mean that's you know us being concerned, stressing out, things beyond our control, things within our control. Our mind takes us to these places frequently, so we're familiar with that. Prayer, okay, all right. We've got the concept of prayer at least uh, surface level in our minds. Thanksgiving, okay, we we understand that. We're we're getting ready. You know, we're in November. This is the month of Thanksgiving. Don't put your Christmas tree up yet. You know, we're in the month of Thanksgiving. Um, but there's this one word in there, this one concept, supplication. And I'd like for us to talk a little bit about that today. When when you hear, Devin, when you hear the word supplication or supplicate, uh, what's maybe the first thing that comes to mind?
2: Old English. Um, <laughs> the
0: king's English.
2: <laughs> right. You know, I mean, no, I you know, often think of if you can't say the word supplication without thinking about prayer you know i mean it is so important that we think about this because you know we don't say this word anymore we don't use this word supplicate uh, because it's an old more of an old english word you know why dost thou supplicate basically something like that which i think we should bring back I'm just throwing that <laughs> out there and you know but it i think of earnest request a matter of fact, I would just see if we could just go through all the translations and put those two words right there, earnest request to take out all the places of supplication um, because you don't hear people, you know, um, but back in the day in, you know, the King James time, you know, they would make a supplicate to the king, you know, you must make it, what is your supplication? You know, they would ask these things and they were basically saying, what is your request? What's your earnest request? You know, and, and um. So I think about those things, and and I think it's so important. You know, when we're looking at prayer as a form right here, um, and I, I think that we just look at sometimes when we're talking about, hey, how should we pray? And here is the caveat is prayer and earnest request or supplication with thanksgiving. I think that's the key point that we need to have here when we're talking about supplication. God wants you to talk to him, he also wants you to make an earnest request, and I think that's so powerful that when we talk about that, that needs to have that specific thing that you are requesting God for. Um, but you know, that's kind of what stands out to me.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, the NIV uh, says prayer and petition. Mm-hmm. Petition. Uh, the New Living Translation just says prayer, uh, and that mm-hmm. was the only ones that I've gotten a chance to. To look up here, just real quickly, uh, Thomas.
1: Yeah, I thoughts get, on supplication. I, I get flashbacks to college when I had to write it. I had to write a paper <laughs> on four different types of prayer. Yes, and I remember supplication was one of those, and I was like, I don't know what on earth that means. And I, had to, I, I did a little bit of it. I, I, get, I mean, that was a long time ago. But yeah, I, I've never heard it used outside of the context of prayer. Um, obviously, just because it's not a word that we use. Um, so uh, I remember there was someone tried to there was one of our professors he had this phrase of the way to remember what supplication was um supply and demand right so like you know that was the demand thing or which definitely isn't demanding it's not maybe the best way to approach our prayers but um as far as making a request that was Mm -hmm. kind of one of the ways that we that we remembered it because supplicate supply and i don't know Mm -hmm. it helped but uh yeah so yeah i haven't heard it used outside of biblical, um, talk of prayer. So that's, that's an interesting, um, little thing about the, you know, back in the day you would, you would supplicate or, you know, uh, make your request that way. It's so prayers of supplication are always ones that I've found difficult because I never know. And I don't know if this is where the conversation will, will, will end up going, but I never know if what I'm asking for is the correct thing to ask for. You know, we see quite frequently in scripture when people make their requests of God and they're granted, And you know, we talked about 1 Kings 3 last week and I'll bring it up again when Solomon is offered, you know, ask whatever you want and it'll be given to you. Mm. And he requests wisdom and because he gave such a good answer, God blessed him with wealth and power and all of this stuff. And sometimes I look at my prayer life and I'm like, gosh, the things that I'm asking for seem so meaningless Mm. whenever I look back, you know. It's like, oh God, I really want this. And it's like, that doesn't, that thing doesn't matter. Like you've already lost interest in that thing that you were so earnestly praying for Mm. six months ago. Um, So that, I mean, that's always one of those heart checks that I I worry about when it comes to supplication, supplicating, supplicated prayer. I don't know, whatever. Supplicating. There we go. Yeah, that one um, (laughs) is like, you know, what's the right way to do it? some mm, sense yeah Good stuff
0: yeah I had a uh, one of my early pastors man who was very much a mentor in my life as we were talking about prayer and supplication and I was kind of asking I was like well you know what's the difference you know because we see Jesus you know ask seek knock you know ask keep on asking seek keep on seeking knock keep on knocking is kind of the inflection in that and I, and I'm just like what's the difference between like prayer regular prayer and then supplication. And he he said the best way that he could explain his understanding of it at the at the time in the church we were in we had an upright piano that had like those dime size casters on you know Mm -hmm. wheels on Mm -hmm. the bottom of it you know you've got this several hundred pound piano and you've got these really tiny wheels these casters on the bottom of it he said if I ask you and we had carpet you know on the stage Uh, he said if I were to ask you to go in there and move the piano on your own. Uh, He said, your prayer would kind of be just going in there, trying to move it, and then failing miserably, you know, because even with the wheels on there, with the carpet and with the weight of it, one person's not moving that. He said that would be to put minimal to marginal effort into the task Mm -hmm. and then walk away from it. He said supplication is once you put minimal and marginal effort into the task that you decide that now I need to stop using my hands and I need to lean over and put a shoulder into the thing mm-hmm. and try to move it by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. It's like there is an urgency about what I'm doing that I can't give up mm-hmm. after just minimal or marginal efforts, that it's something that you put everything that you have into it. And one of the things that I think that this word supplication can lead us down into is a whole nother realm, and we've already talked about it a little bit, um, multi-episode thing on prayer, you know, the different types of prayer. But I think maybe whenever I'm looking at supplication and putting that shoulder into something, so to speak, I, I think it comes back to what what's the motive behind our prayers? Mm-hmm. You know, What is the motive behind this supplication? Who are we focusing on um, the majesty of the one in whom we're praying to? Mm-hmm. And I'd kinda like for us to talk about that a little bit because there's there's a lot of things in our lives that we can put a lot of effort into and at the end of the day may not turn out to be the will of God or what he wants for us. Why do we think it's so important That whether it's a different type of prayer or if it's like a supplication, ask, seek not kind of thing, why is it so important that we're focused on the right thing in prayer?
2: Well, I don't want to just, you know, in answering that, I want to take a look at what Jesus did. You know, when he came to the Garden of Gethsemane, um, he said, you know, stand here and watch me, I'm going to go pray. And then the Bible says he went and he told the disciples this, and I, I, you know, here's the thing. He said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. I mean, it's a great example. Philippians four, six, and seven, be anxious for nothing. Christ was saying, that's where I'm at right now. I am stressed out. Mm -hmm. I am bearing the weight of the sin. It is here. It's on me. I've never felt this stuff before. I'm with, I'm holy without blemish, without spot. He's the lamb of God who takes away and he's feeling this and he goes and he makes a supplication an earnest request. He says, Father, if this cup cannot pass away from me, you know, uh, he said, no, first he says, Father, take this cup away from me. I don't want it. This is his supplication. There's his earnest request. As a matter of fact, the Bible also goes on to say he was so earnest that his sweat became, as it were, great drops of blood. That's some earnest requesting right there. And then he gives up the caveat there that, nevertheless, not as I will, but thy will be done and he yep. did it three times three times we do
0: not have a high priest who is not sympathetic yes to our weaknesses to what we go through i love that example
2: Great. and it's it's so important that when you're asking that question how does this work out mm-hmm. as i think that you know that's that's an important aspect that we write there with this earnest request is in line with the character of god and he comes back realizing that god has a plan not as I will, but your will, because that's where it comes down to. I get stressed out when I get to dev and stuff, or you know, God could have some stuff that causes me to get a little anxious right there. I mean, we all go through the could be stressed out at home, you could be stressed out at work, you could be stressed out at church. <laughs> There's no limit to stress yeah. and anxiety. It doesn't say, oh, he's at church now. Don't don't get him. You know, it comes anywhere you are.
1: Yeah, yeah, or you know, even the example of the Lord's prayer. You know, straight after that same phrase of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not my will, but your will. Yes. He, he goes into and give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Like that. You know, give me, please, just give me what I need to get through this day. Um, because there are times where it's like, I don't know if I have what I yes what I need to get through this day. Um, I don't know if I can face this trial. I don't know if I can face this thing. And um, you know, or even the next thing, what a, what another incredible request that we need to be making frequently and forgive me of my trespasses Mm. as i seek to forgive those who trespass against me you know um i've always loved that both both of those examples of of prayer from christ all you know have have that petition have that earnest request Mm. but also subject that request to your will be done your kingdom come not mine yes you know and and uh when there's a lot of times when i'm praying that i think i get a little bit more like yeah but like i want this to be in your will like more Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. i want your kingdom to come you know like like, (laughs) do my will god or or sometimes like give me today or give me this day our daily bread and maybe some for tomorrow (laughs) you know (laughs) hey how about some steak yeah yeah exactly protein yeah it'd be good with that um but yeah the 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 connection in both of those instances of um that God's will is is the primary decision factor on the answer to the prayer of supplication beautiful I yeah. think is a, an important thing to keep in our minds yeah well
0: and we, and we see the example in Jesus's life over and over again that the prayer time doesn't start with the petition time mm-hmm. it starts with the the worship yes. the reverence the all the hallowed mm-hmm. be thy name you know holy is your name. And that the recognition, it's like, you know, there was always a time I I worked um, for an asphalt company early on in mine and Kim's marriage. And um, I was part of my responsibility was to go out and test the asphalt on the roadway, like that we had just laid to make sure that it was meeting minimum standards. Um, And there was, we had a gauge that we would used to determine the density of the asphalt that was being laid. And if it was out of the parameters, you know, we had to make corrections to it. But each morning, or I think it was after two or three hours of lack of use, uh, the state guidelines said that we had to recalibrate Hmm. that gauge. So there was this whole system, this whole procedure that we would go through to recalibrate this gauge because that was what was ensuring that we were getting the most accurate reading that we possibly could. Mm-hmm. The longer that it would go without being recalibrated, the more um, you know terms and the more uh, distance that it would have in its accuracy. Uh, and And I think about that that if we're not recalibrating ourselves at the beginning of our prayer, as far as like recalibrating what the purpose of this is, mm-hmm. it's like, are we really, going to be hitting the target, even with our petitions, you know, because God wants to hear our petitions. He sure. wants our supplications. But if we're coming with that motive of just always, boom, here's what I need, then I think we need to be recalibrated.
2: You know, I think that's an important word right there. And in Philippians four, six and seven, when he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, earnest request, petition, here's the, here's the recalibration point. First of all, it's with Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanksgiving is elemental to us getting a proper perspective, not only on God, but on, on what's going on in our circumstances. Yeah. See, things, when I'm looking at my circumstance and begin to get stressed out, begin to get worried, begin to become anxious, it's because I'm not seeing it from God's point of view. Once I begin to thank God about this, all of a sudden the spirit of God is going to get connected. I'm going to get reconnected to Christ because anxiety is taking, the word anxious means to be split in many different directions. Yeah. It is the opposite yeah. of the word peace, which means to be unified. And and, and merimnao, I believe, is the the, the the word anxious right there it means to be split up. And so once I get to Thanksgiving, all of a sudden I am placing God back above my circumstance because I'm beginning to thank him about my circumstance and then I begin begin to say hey and i can see things because god's going to be open in my eyes once i see who god is once we you know clarify that then we begin to see the circumstances from god's perspective all of a sudden what's going to happen the peace of god that passes all understanding is going to guard is going to place a word about my heart and my mind and that's what, that's the key. And then it won't turn into the supplication hour. I've had plenty of those, right? You know, you're just asking, begging God for this and that for a whole hour. You know, you're like, and who wants that? You know, I mean, dude, if, if I came over to Thomas's house every day and said, Thomas, I need $5. And Thomas, I need this. And Thomas, I need this. Thomas would be like, uh, bro you just not come over tomorrow
0: go, <laughs> go to greg cherry's
2: house
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. but or but the, the interesting thing as well the, the connection there with the the thanksgiving because i think it's always always important that we bring our our prayer and our our communication our supplication all of these things with god is through the means of a relationship and relationship first and foremost and i know that like for you know for me in in any situation if 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 someone does make a request of me and backs it up with thanks thankfulness for other things that maybe i've done in the past i'm far more inclined to listen to that person because they've recognized the good things that have maybe happened before you know or or say i'm you know my my parents have been incredibly generous and kind to me throughout my whole life and you know maybe there's there's a time when i'm like hey Dad, I'm 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 in a bit of a pickle. I really need this, you know. And and if I if I did that without ever recognizing how good he has been to me, it f- it's not as authentic. Hmm. Do You know what I mean. And, and I think God God wants us to be thankful because He's been so good to us already. And if we're asking for more, which He's happy to give, you know He, you know he, we're told over and over again that um, He does bless His children in yes. in multiple different ways. Um, but thankfulness has to be in there because otherwise we're just making demands without recognizing how good he's been to us mm-hmm. and not, not being grateful for the for the fact that we can have a relationship at all or for the fact that we can even pray. Like the fact that we can pray is crazy. Good <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, the fact that we can even talk to the person who invented the tree <laughs> is like wild. Amen. You yeah. know, never mind that we can ask him for things. Um, and, and he can choose to grant those or not. Um, I think the, the thankfulness has to be wrapped up in there and for everything that he's done prior and, yes. and upcoming. Yeah. Yes, amen.
0: A scripture that has come up in a conversation between you and I the past couple days, Zephaniah
1: 3.17.
0: Mm, love that passage.
1: Wow, you don't hear Zephaniah quoted right, very often. Right,
0: just because <laughs> they're minor prophets, don't yeah, mean they're like <laughs> minor, minor. Their books are just shorter, yeah, right? Yeah. Zephaniah 3.17, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves he will take great, this blows my mind. Mm. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Amen. I mean, just, and, and that's, again, that, that, that target. And if our prayers, our supplications are leading out and the motive is anything other than just love, adoration, and being overwhelmed at the fact that that's true from him to us, then we, we need recalibrated. Yes. We need recalibrated. All right, one statement takeaways about this conversation on supplication. Thomas, we'll go with you first.
1: I think if our supplication isn't frequently targeted towards the lost, we've also missed an important point.
2: Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna come back to get connected to Jesus and your supplications will be just what they need to be. When you're in the spirit and when you're connected, that's gonna be primary on target and then we'll find our prayers getting answered.
0: Yeah. I'll close with this. Philippians 4, again, but I'm going to read 5 through 7. Let your gentleness be known to all men, that the Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ.
1: Amen. Thomas,
0: will you pray for us,
1: brother? Certainly. Uh, father lord we uh we approach you humbly and and um with with all in our hearts for who you are and lord we we all have um things in our lives that we need but lord we recognize first that you're holy and you're the most amazing thing that has has ever and will ever be and lord we are so excited to have an eternity with you lord we pray that as we face each day that you provide our needs um, and and that uh that all glory goes to you and nothing else. So we pray that this conversation has been fruitful and that those listening um, grow deeper in their relationship with you as a result. Um, All in the glory of your name. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen.